Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. It is kind of fun. It looks like the dark ages may be ending in the next three, four years. God bless you, truckers everywhere. Um, and God bless everyone that's standing against the system. Today, I'm going to show you how to empower yourself. And it's kind of neat, but it's when people talk about reversing disease, reversing cancer, you know, maintaining health in a toxic environment, there's only three things you've got to do, okay? And this is going to be effective for 97% of all diseases. Why 97%? Well, because 3% are some type of genetic defect. Uh, but 97% of the time, you can actually help people a lot. And uh, all of this will be on the Dr. B VIP. Of course, we are going to be talking about some censorable information, which is what's happening around the world. And we do have a number of our videos that have been wiped out. Um, we are developing a thing on Rumble. Um, we're going to be on Telegram. We're on BitChute now. We're on, I mean, just about Odyssey. Odyssey is a good one. So, you know, share this information as much as you can. And get on the Extreme Health Academy. And that is the best source of free information. Now, in a week and a half, I'm going to be in Thailand. I'm going to be lecturing there the very first day. I know, I'm going to be all perky after an 18-hour flight wearing a mask. It's psychotic. And... Uh, in a few years, I'll tell people how I w was able to get there, okay? Uh, I can't tell you now because it's, uh, I'd, let's just go, I'll put it at that. A few years from now, I'll be telling you how I was able to do it. What are the three things that you've got to look at? There's only three stressors, and you could take every stress in the world, Physical stress, chemical stress, and emotional stress. The key is your body responds the same way to all three of those stressors. Now, and because we have this automatic nervous system. Now, when we do a live blood cell analysis, when we do a nerve scan, you're going to literally see stuff that is automatically happening in your body. I mean, when I show you a drop of your blood and you've got these neutrophils that are destroying pathogens and bacteria and, and eosinophils that are responsible for histamines and, and you look at all of these cells in the smallest drop of blood, hey, you don't got to think about that. You know, you don't got to say, hey, look, hold on, don't talk to me, my neutrophils are busy. No, because you have this automatic nervous system that regulates that whole thing. Now, one part keeps you alive under stress, and that's the sympathetic. Now, the key is physical stress, chemical stress, and emotional stress activate this autonomic response, your automatic response. So what happens when you're in a stress state? 100% of the time, blood pressure goes up, heart rate goes up, cholesterol goes up, hormones completely change, your adrenal glands start to work longer, your thyroid system is suppressed. Blood supply to the gut is shut down. And this is under physical stress, chemical stress, and emotional stress. So you can imagine that long-term stressors, long-term stressors are going to negatively affect how your body is adapting. Okay, so, so think of this. If you have emotional stress, like let's say you're... Um, 
being programmed by our government. You're watching TV every night, okay, and you're watching, you know, standard ones like seven, um, Channel 7 or ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, all of those. Okay, let's say it's a government corporate-sponsored media programming to program your brain. You're going to be in an extremely emotionally stressed state. Guess what? High blood sugar, high blood cholesterol, low-functioning thyroid, um, uh, adrenal fatigue, all of this will be from that emotional stimulus. Let's say that you don't have your vaccine passport and you're living in New York, so you can't go shopping. So now you're in a segregated society. You can only eat fast food, which is generally toxic. I mean, there are some healthy fast foods, but you're talking hormone or a chemical stressor, um, physical stressor. Let's say you slipped off, uh, you know, you're 40, 50, 60 years old now, but you fell off a skateboard when you were 14, damaging your pelvis, and, and it was never corrected. Let's say you had a whiplash trauma where you were hit by a car or fell off a building or something, okay, and your symptoms are fine um, because you don't feel it. 90% of the nerves that come off of the spine, there is no pain fibers, so you can't actually use that as a guide. So ask yourself, high blood pressure, inflammatory bowel, fibromyalgia, cholesterol, what are the causes of those? They are all unknown or idiopathic. Now, again, let's just think about this. Is high blood pressure a disease or an adaptation? Is fibromyalgia a disease or an adaptation? And in any condition that you got, any condition, and let's say you're taking five, six medications, if you and me were to be on a deserted island and you only had fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, fresh fish to eat, and you had no access to pharmaceutical products, would your health improve or decline? A hundred percent of people say improve. A hundred percent of the people. So let's look at this. I'm going to run you through what we do with our patients so that you can see what, what a corrective chiropractor does. Now, there's a lot of really good um, physicians out there um, but if they're not addressing the three stressors, then they're not going to get you better. A lot of them will do one of the stress or two of the stress, like they'll meditate to take care of the emotional stress, or they'll, they'll do detoxing, IVs, um, yeah, um, that will take care of the chemical stress. Some will do stretching and yoga and massage that will alleviate some of the physical stress, but not really on a structural level. So a lot of clinics do eat a little bit of each one of these, I want to show you how we approach a patient. Number one, we do a heart rate variability test. And this is going to gauge your autonomic function. So if you're coming in here and you're saying, man, you know, I feel fantastic. I sleep great. I poop great. You know, I just want a wellness checkup. And I see that you're in a sympathetic dominant state. Guess what? You're, you're borrowing off of credit cards. I mean, you're not, you're not in a healthy state. So we have to check the autonomic nervous system first because if you're in a, a sympathetic or, or um, low-functioning parasympathetic, you're not regenerating tissue healthy. Then we do a surface electromography, and this is measuring the muscle activity on either side of the spine. And these are muscles that you don't have conscious control over. And this has to do with the chronic tight shoulders, the chronic stiff neck, the, 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 all of those, those chronic stressors. Uh, like if you're always tight between the shoulders, you know, you always get sore when you sit. That will show up on that surface electromyography. Um, then we do a rolling thermoscan, checking the temperature difference on either side. And this is a massive 
um, autonomic function and hugely important for organ system function because if there's a hot spot on one side as opposed to the other, that typically means that the organs are going to have altered supply in that area. And then we look at the nervous system. So those three scans are checking the nervous system and the nervous system's adaptation. But we have to look at the structure. Now I'm going to give you our report of findings. Number one is um, the nervous system is encased in bone, the central nervous system. You've got a brain up top that's encased, and it's so important. And in fact, during embryologic origin, the nerves grow, the spinal cord is the first system that grows, and all the organs grow like fruit off of a tree. And this is how to and that how the body controls it because the nervous system controls and coordinates every function of the body hormone function blood pressure sweating not sweating um, digestive function tissue production because you are a tissue producing machine so that nervous system is primary and it's so important it's encased in bone now if there's a deviation from a past trauma that can alter the function now, particularly when we're looking at people in a stressed state, knowing that you have a 12 to 18-pound mobile head on top of a neck that's, that's thin, even if it's a muscular neck, the top of the ribcage area, the thoracic area, is where the sympathetic nervous system starts. And this is also the top of the thoracic is the nerves that supply the heart. So when you have cardiac arrhythmias, you've got to look at the sympathetic and parasympathetic supply to the heart. The sympathetic comes out of the top of the thoracic area. The parasympathetic supply comes out of the neck. So you've got to look at the neck first. And I'm going to show a couple of before and after cases where you see a significant structural change and correction. I'm going to run through a couple of cases. But, I mean, think of this. Um, with, you know, I'm going to show this one patient, 67-year-old gal. You can see horribly distorted spine from multiple accidents growing up. But she was okay, you know, not talking about how she had an anxiety and stress and depression and poor sleep patterns, all of this stuff. And, and then we talk about the physical, chemical, and emotional stressor. Now, when you see a before and after x-ray and you see the body distorted and twisted, that's also communicating to the cerebellum. And this is the little brain in the back. And, and so you get this abnormal stimulation up to that brain. And that brain, that little brain, controls the frontal lobe. Frontal lobe is anxiety, stress, depression. I mean, I'm going to bring up another case. 24-year-old um, female, chronic pain since she was 10 years old. Headaches, poor sleep patterns, pain between the shoulders. I mean, think how miserable that is. And does anybody think that you have a headache because you're not taking enough drugs? That you have poor sleep patterns because you're not taking enough drugs? No, that's, that's insane. Respect the body, look at the body. Now, you're going to be able to say heart palpitations from a mile off. Okay, because when you look at the side view of a normal human being, we normally have what's called a kyphosis. And that's a curve in the top of the shoulder area. If you've had head trauma, that kyphosis gets less and less, and the head gets thrown forward to take pressure off of those nerves. I'm going to bring up a case of inflammatory bowel disorder. 
Now this is horrible. I mean, I'm going to show you literally what a leaky gut looks like. And it looks like you were shot in the gut. Now, again, think about this. Inflammatory bowel disorder, what are the factors that you have to correct? There's only three. The physical stress, you have to identify that with an x-ray, digital x-ray. You've got to identify this with nerve scans. You've got to identify um, the physical stress in gait. It, are there, is there going to be bunion formation? Is there going to be a knee issue that alters the gait, altering that pelvic function? So you look at the, have to look at the physical stressors. Chemical stressors, you're looking at vaccines, medication, toxic food, emotional stressors, under emotional stress. And this is, you know, if you're 29 years old, your gut is inflamed, you have no energy, and you've been to a dozen different doctors, and they just keep giving you toxic medications on toxic medications. Are you happy or sad? Okay. Honestly, if you were I mean, conscious and aware, you would be pissed off and frustrated. So every chronic condition has an emotional component that has to be addressed. Now, I'm also going to show, you know, another patient that had, you know, before and after x-rays that, that shows the gut healed, and that's, that's hugely important. But then when you look at the neck, the neck is literally called the arc of life. Hugely important because you have the cardiac and respiratory center at the top of the neck. You've got the brachial plexus or the, the nerves that supply the arm at the base of the neck. So the neck is the most important area on the body. And I'm going to show a couple of cases before and after. Now, 97% of all headaches are coming from the neck. That's right. So if you have a doctor that is diagnosing you with a headache and they're not looking at the neck and they're not identifying a problem in the neck, and most medical doctors won't because they don't have the skill set to restore the curve. Because what do you have to do to get the curve back of the neck? Well, you have to create inflammation. You have to regenerate the discs. You have to change proprioception or the body's awareness of its self in space. There is a lot of things that you have to do in order to reverse the arthritic changes and correct the body. I mean, and this is like basic common sense taught in the medical circles. And I'm going to bring up a couple of more case studies. Okay, um, one 40-year-old strong, I mean, built guy. He was doing acro yoga and damaged a ligament in his neck literally tearing it. That's what you see when you see a reverse curve in the neck. And then, you know, sure enough, a month and a half later, it's all brand new. I'm going to talk about um, disc injuries. How do I identify disc injuries? And think of this. This is what we do with every patient. Every patient. We've got to check. Why? Because 90% of the nerves that come off that spine, there's no pain fibers. There's no pain fibers. So one of the worst things that a doctor can do is say, tell me where it hurts. You know, no. Doctors, if you're listening to this, look, at, uh, look deeper than the symptoms. And when they're telling you, and they're, they're relaying every, every symptom that they could possibly relay, um, that's only 10% of their awareness. 90% of the nerves that come off the spine have no pain fibers. So look beyond this. 
Now, and one of the things that we'll do is standing weight-bearing stress x-rays. Because if you're trying to get information from an MRI, it's going to be inaccurate. And the reason I say that is for number one, the position of most MRIs is laying down. And then inflammation distorts the MRI. Because you have this magnet zipping around you. It faces all the hydrogen ions in one direction. And then the computer has to interpret it. The, and so this is completely inaccurate. The best one is to take a body standing, bend it off to the side, and take a picture. Bend off to the other side and take another picture. So this way you can see how the discs actually move. Because when you're bending off to the side, the discs should open the way you would think, where they're narrow on the inside of the curve, wide on the outside. You bend the other way, and we're going to show a completely abhorrent um, disc motion. And you could call it a slip disc, you could call it a bulging disc, you can call it a herniated disc. None of those are accurate terms. And in fact, they're, they're very, very antiquated because this was a trauma. Trauma, and then there's an adaptation. Now with every trauma, what are the three patterns? You've got physical stress attached to it. You're going to have a chemical stress because it's putting you in a uh, fight or flight state. And if you've had a trauma and you're taking drugs to recover and you're always on these drugs and this is negatively affecting your energy, it's going to negatively affect your bowel movements, your thyroid function, your adrenal function. Is there going to be an emotional component to every physical trauma? Yes or yes. Is there going to be a chemical stressor to every trauma? Absolutely. And this is one of the reasons that we're partnering, that I got a partner down in Mexico who we have detoxing IVs. We've got minor surgeries, so we can remove um, toxic breast implants, or uh, we've got uh, holistic dentists down there that there may be poisoning in the mouth from mercury poisoning or, or root canals or cavitations. And that's why we're also partnering. That's one of the reasons I'm going to Thailand is to partner up there with a couple of healing centers so that we can start dealing with the chemical and emotional stressors. And I'm going to be teaching doctors how to get the, the physical ones corrected. Then we're going to be going over thermographies. What does a thermography do? Well, again, physical, chemical, emotional stressors. When you're looking at how the body reacts to the environment, and, and the first thermographies that they were doing, they would cover the body with a thin, thin layer of mud, and they would look for where the mud would dry. And those are areas of increased metabolic response or increased heat, and they know that. Now, the liver is one of the most detoxing organs on the planet. And so when the liver is hot, you know that there's physical chemical or emotional stressors going on. Even the Chinese medicine say the liver is an emotion organ. But when you look at the chest area, lymph drainage for the whole face, mouth, and pulmonary area drain to the right chest. Lymph for the gut drains to the left. And this is one of the reasons that we see in in breast cancers, 85% of all breast issues, breast cancers, are on the left side. Why? Because the majority of people are eating themselves to death. Okay, they're, they're eating toxic poison. And one of the, 
<laughs> the things I tell to my patients, I say, look, you're going to eat like your great-great-grandparents. And they look at me like, huh? And I said, yeah, they ate nothing but organic. They ate nothing but seasonal. And it was as fresh as possible and free from preservatives as possible. Um, and 100% organic. And, and you know, because that's all that there was. So you change your diet back to what um, your your relatives are used to. You're not going to be eating the fast food, the chemicals, the toxins. Now, I'm going to show a before and after thermography that shows more symmetry. And all that means, that just means that the body had a bit more detox. Now, when you see a hot spot on the front and a hot spot on the back, that means that those organs are in deep trouble. They are working their tail feathers off. Particularly when you see a liver on the front and a liver on the back, that means that that person is has reached the limit of what they can adapt to. And everybody has the ability to heal. But if your trauma is so great that it can it, that that it's exceeded your body's ability to regenerate tissue, that means that you are on the decline, my friend. And you are a tissue-producing machine. If you're on the decline, you're not going to be working. Now, the emotional stressors. Remember, physical, chemical, what was the third one? Emotional. Yeah, that's right. Guys don't want to talk about their emotions. Okay? Why? Because <laughs> we get hurt, baby. <laughs> Have you ever wondered why guys like to, and, and girls like to do this too, but, you know, guys are like known for it. Okay? Um, we'll work on cars for hours. We'll work on boats for hours. Why? Because we get accolades from our buddies for doing a good job. We can work for hours on there, and it's therapeutic. We don't need to think about emotions. We get out of ourselves and really get into something. Well, emotional stress, let's look at this. Anxiety, stress, depression, impulse control, these are all features of the frontal lobe. And the frontal lobe in your brain is controlled by the cerebellum, this little brain at the back. Now, that cerebellum gets all its stimulus from the spine and nervous system. And the key is all the sensors in the spine, now you've got 24 bones, you've got hundreds of different sensors. Some say 56 sensors, but you've got multiple sensors in each one of those joints. And this can, communicates to the cerebellum, but to the hypothalamus. Now, those, the hypothalamus is one of the, the, the cool um, organs that you got. It's got one foot in the endocrine system or hormone system, one foot in the nervous system. So any alterations in communication alters that communication to the hypothalamus and the cerebellum. You alter the communication through physical means, and that alters that cerebellum communication to the frontal lobe. Then you got the gut function. Gut is also called the enteric brain, and this is where neurotransmitters are produced. What happens under chronic physical, chemical, or emotional stress? Blood supply to the gut is reduced. So in order to control emotional stress, you've got to heal the gut. You've got to get that person out of the stress state. And once you do all of that, then you've got to reprogram the subconscious. And the subconscious is reprogrammed through repetition. And you could look at, I think it was the third, fourth book that I wrote, 
um, depression and anxiety a mechanical cause. Because if you have altered input into that brain, that brain is going to respond to either a, a stress state or it's going to respond by a healthy response to the environment. And you want to get good, healthy input, and that has to do with good spinal health and spinal movement and communication. That's why that spine, baby, your central nervous system is completely covered in bone. And I'm going to bring up some articles that talk about psychobiotics and the manipulation of gut bacteria and brain signals. And this is one of the reasons when you see inflammatory bowel disorders or gut disorders, you're going to see emotional and mental components. And 100% of the uh, autistic kids that come in here have some form of bowel dysfunction. Now, you could say, well, you know, it's just bad luck or bad genes. Um, we can't talk about the injectables. Um, those, those are Voldemort injectables, but they do damage the gut function. I mean, this is common, along with medications that can damage the gut function. And there's a gut-brain connection. It's called the enteric brain. Anything that you do that damages the gut damages the gut health, and that damages the brain. This means that antibiotics, when you look at them, what do they say? They say <laughs> anxiety, stress, depression, joint pain. Why? Because it's a poisonous mold and it damages the gut. And this is where 80% to 90% of the immune system is. And we talk in the gut-brain axis. Um, it's actually brain-gut microbiotic axis. Now, this is involved in the central nervous system the neuroendocrine system, the neuroimmune system, sympathetic, parasympathetic, everything, everything. So it's hugely important to understand that when you're dealing with emotional stressors, you have to look at digestion, how you're processing the nutrients, how you're processing um, the neurotransmitters, how your, how your gut health, because that enteric brain, you cannot get somebody out of anxiety, stress, or depression, or impulse control, like attention deficit disorder, unless you heal the gut. You cannot heal the gut unless you address the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. So when you're looking at overall health, you've got to look at the health of the brain, health of the gut. And I'll tell you, I'm going to bring up another case and this is virtually 100% of kids in, in America if they've gone through the standard medical procedures. And yes, I am talking about the 72 doses of 17 different vaccines by the time they're 18. Each one of those triggers an inflammatory response. And I'm talking about the antibiotics for ear infections that are generally ear infusions. I'm talking about the Tylenol or Advil or non-steroidal anti-inflammatories for every little ache or ill. Um, about, about drugs to reduce the fever, not allowing the immune system to function correctly. And then toxic food, food that, that has so many preservatives and toxic chemicals. Uh, you're going to see behavioral, bowel, breathing, or skin issues in the majority of our, our population. Behavioral, bowel, breathing, or skin issues. So how many kids have anxiety or impulse control? And I've got to tell you, every time I get a kid with impulse control or, or, or attention deficit diagnosis, I say, look, does your parents 
do they force you to play video games and they'll look and laugh and giggle? I said, no, Mehdi, you don't have a, a deficit of attention. You've got a super brain focus. It's just you don't want to pay attention to stuff that's not important to you. And all this reverts back to blood health, blood health. Um, when you look at the blood, and this is under physical, chemical, or emotional stress, the blood starts to agglutinate or, or get together, like get sticky. And there, when we do, because we do live blood cell analysis on all patients. So think of this. We do three nerve scans. We do a full body thermography. We do stress digital x-rays and live blood cell analysis in order to see how the body is adapting. If somebody has a, a, a different test out there that that goes along that gives us more information, I'm I'm open to it, man. I'll add it to our protocol because this is the best way to assess every human being that I've ever seen. And when you assess the blood and you see inflammatory markers, you see toxic environmental markers, you see um, pathogens, you see parasites you know you've got to address that because that blood is vital to the immune system and vital to the health. So we're going to talk about this um, tonight, and we're going to talk about health freedom. And luckily, you're going to be, we're, we're going to bring up a number of countries around the world are dropping the governmental restrictions. I can't call them COVID restrictions because they're not. They're governmental restrictions, completely not based in health or science, and it's designed totally for control. And we're going to show you that people are taking it back. And God bless the truckers. The Canadian truckers, you guys are changing the world. You're scaring the elites. You've got to run into the basements because you're saying, look, we're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. And that's it. That's what we've got to do. So if you're wearing a mask uh, because you, you want to not offend people, you're part of the problem. If you're wearing a mask because you're scared, okay, that someone's going to breathe on you, get educated. Okay, I've got, of course, you can't talk about that stuff on the regular stuff, uh, regular media. But look at the Dell Big Tree, the high wire. That's a good one. And look at our Dr. B VIP. Um, to get the censored information. This is Dr. John Bergman, your health advocate. God bless you, and I love you. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 